What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of We Everywhere, baby. I am your host, Omar, and sitting next to me. I would say laying. <laughs> yes, very true. She's actually <laughs> laying down on the couch. <laughs> so laying here next to me is my beautiful co-host, Nadia. <laughs> Wait. Were you going to say my last name? I was going to say your last name, but like, then last time you said, don't say my last name. Okay. I don't I know. You keep really changing. I really confused then you forget. on when I was supposed to say what's up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's up, guys? <laughs> it's Christmas Eve. Is it? It is. <laughs> oh, my God. How about we start this whole no, thing over? No, I like it. Do I do. Have you actually introduced yourself yet? I did. I said, what's up, guys? I'm Nadia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, my God. It's horrible. Okay, let me paint a picture for you guys, because we are not filming this episode. We will explain why in a little bit. But right now, <laughs> it's like, is it one o'clock in the morning? It's like midnight, past midnight. We are tired AF, and... I'm just mentally exhausted. <laughs> okay, so might as well just get right into it. <laughs> um, it's been a crazy week for us. We went into quarantine for real, for real. I know everybody's supposed to be in quarantine, but like we went into quarantine where we didn't leave the house, period. Didn't see anyone, period. Um, I had a client last Monday. Last Monday? Yeah, two weeks ago, I guess you could say, um, who I saw, went to my appointment, everything was fine, went home. Um, we filmed an episode, which was, you know, yeah. uh, and then the next day she was like, hey, I just want you to know, I just found out I tested positive. And I was like, like my life flashed before my eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It was, yeah. I mean... It's the risk that I'm taking right now. I'm fully aware of that. Um, is makeup essential? No. I'm not going to lie. It's not essential. It's not an essential business. Is it essential to my well-being and my to pay my bills and my livelihood? <laughs> yeah, but yes. eating is essential. <laughs> yeah, but so. eating is essential. <laughs> Driving a car is essential. Um, so, you know, I, like many other people, have no choice. Like, I have to work. And um, it's just one of those things that it's just comes with the job. It comes with the risk right now, unfortunately. I am somebody who is a bit paranoid about it. So I always wear my mask. It doesn't matter how well I know my client or, you know, how good of friends we are or whatever it is. I always wear my mask. Um, don't take it off. Uh, if I need to take a sip of water, you know, you step away kind of thing. Like, so I'm not in proximity, but yeah. And sanitize all my tools, um, you know, keep everything clean. It's just, this is just our lives right now. And we had an encounter with it. So we went into action. Well, not action mode. <laughs> we went into like, shit, what do we do mode? I was like, okay, if you take a test too soon, you can get a false negative. Right. That's been happening a lot lately. That's what they've been saying. Yeah, that's what they've been saying. That's what I've been researching on. That's what I've heard from actually a lot of other people. 
um, other clients told me as well that they had friends who were exposed, took a rapid, that's another one, the rapid test, um, and their results came back negative. And then a few days later took, I think it's PCR or something like that. It's the Mm -hmm. one that they send to the lab. It's supposed to be the most accurate uh, and then comes back positive. So from the time that they thought they were negative to the time that they thought they were positive, they're probably moving around like normal, spreading it. And this is why this we haven't gotten hold of this thing. Right. So, yeah, that happened. Took the test on Friday, a few, you know, a couple days after I was exposed. Um, and then we were just stressed out the whole week because we didn't know. We knew, okay, I had a client. I was right up in their face. I was that close, you know, I was exposed that closely. Um, so who knows? And then take the test and we don't get, I'm thinking I'm going to get my test results the next day, like 24 hours like we normally do. Yeah. And Sunday comes, Monday comes, no results. I'm freaking out. And so then you tracked it and we found out that they are so backed up right now that, and I I also heard a rumor that they don't work on the weekends, but I don't know how accurate that is. So yeah, I don't don't know if that's a part of it, but either way, I know for sure that they're super slammed and backed up, um, which is why it took me so long to finally get my results, which were negative. Thank God. (laughs) But the whole point of the, all of this is that you know we went a whole week of our lives <laughs> like really just you and i locked up in this house didn't leave for food nothing yeah i know and to not know if i had it and just wasn't getting symptoms or maybe they were going to come later and maybe i gave it to you and you were going to get them later it's just it was rough well i mean the whole situation is not fun right um it happens at just like at random, mm-hmm. right? You know, you get a call. Hey, mm-hmm. that's what happened to me. the last time we had some kind of a COVID scare. I was with somebody, and they literally got a text in front of me that says, "Hey, sorry, you know, mm-hmm. you came in contact with me, mm-hmm. and go get tested." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now I have to go get tested, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, okay. And now it happened to you. Hey, mm-hmm. sorry, you were here. And now you need to go get tested. The problem is that when we went into shutdown, we went into shutdown really unprepared. Yeah. Um, Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Because we've been slacking on cooking our HelloFresh meals, Mm -hmm. I decided we were going to skip a couple weeks Mm -hmm. just to like... Kind of catch back up. Yeah, kind of just figure our stuff out. But then we're like, okay, now we don't know if we have COVID or not. So we don't get to go to the grocery store or we just don't go, right? And we're like, but the HelloFresh is coming, so we don't need to go. To this. And I forgot <laughs> that I canceled it. So now we're not getting, you know, those delivered. And it's just like, oh, my God. Um, but apart from that is, you know, the stress of like, uh, what's going to happen to between us, right? right? Because it's like, well, if I have it and I gave it to you, now it's my fault. And if we gave it to this person, now it's my fault. So you go through the scared part, you go mm-hmm. through the, the guilty guilt. part, you go through the, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a bunch of emotions that you're kind of rushing through. Mm-hmm. And it's, you even asked me, you were like, you know, how are you taking it a little, how are you being more calm than me? 
because mm-hmm. normally it's the other way around because mm-hmm. I'm like a hypochondriac stuff. But I was like, I, I've just, I don't know. Something told me, I was like, look, just relax. We haven't had any symptoms and it's been a week, mm-hmm. you know, let's see. We've got another couple days, you know, mm-hmm. when it's supposedly, it's supposed to hit us, but in the meantime, get to test it. Mm-hmm. But that, because we're so used to getting test results the next day. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that put us over. When you're looking at like the third day. Yeah. The, and the fourth day, mm-hmm. you're like, what is happening? Yeah. You know, your your mind can go a little bit crazy. Yeah, for sure. I did not sleep very well for an entire week. And I, yeah. I didn't get as much done as I would have liked to have gotten (laughs) done. I just was freaked out. I'm not even going to lie. Like I just, it was, it was, it was scary. And then I'm that person that like, I don't get reassurance from friends and family when they say, Oh, you're going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Trust me. I just have this feeling you're going to be fine. Like that makes me want to scream. (laughs) right yeah i don't know why it's just like you just don't know you are you are projecting positive vibes and good thoughts and projecting in my way and you're thinking positive and i love that and i understand that but you don't know (laughs) right and i mean the thing is what, what makes me laugh about that is it's like that it's like that for everything mm-hmm Anytime somebody tells you it's going to be okay or, you know, it's this or it's that, they don't know. Yeah. And all we do is go, oh, okay, great. It's just that now that sentiment is is you're you're rejecting it flat out because you're like, well, this is my life. It's not like, you know what I mean? Oh, this is my life. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go get a you know a new like, haircut a new haircut and they're like <laughs> oh or, or look at this hair i was like oh it's fine or it's like, yeah you yeah. know i'm you know to a to a greater extent like oh i'm going on a job interview yeah she's like oh you're gonna get it i can feel it yeah yeah like, yeah it, no shut you up. can't shut up <laughs> just shut it up. just depends on if you're that person <laughs> i'm yeah. that person a lot more than you are yeah i'm normally not that you know? person but right now when you were like super stressed and people are like oh i know about covid <laughs> like oh. some, you know some of our friends were like trust me i'm like a covid expert now and you're like no you're not <laughs> you <laughs> like, want to just yell you're not a doctor <laughs> <laughs> you just want to yell like no you're not Stop saying that you're like this. All of it. it you're just, not qualified. Yeah, it just kills me because I don't know if I say the right things to people when they are going through traumatic experiences. That's a hard thing like to know how to always say the right things at the right time to people. Most people don't know how to say the right things, nor do they say the right things. But like, right. I just really don't. When I don't know like that, I try to avoid that assumption. Right, but it's also, you know, it's it's in the nature of people to try to reassure each other. Yes. And that's you know, why so, I know where that it's I know that that's where it's coming from. So I don't say anything. I would never. But inside of me I'm like <laughs> Right, that's well that's <laughs> that's where you make the decision of like am I going to No, take I would this, never. You know, in the spirit that it's intended or yeah. am I just going to like scream at this person? 
that's really how it breaks down. But. Yeah. It's just, you know, we don't know. And and we don't because we know so little about this virus, that's that's my whole thing. Although we're having cord situations. Well, okay. there we go. Um we just don't know much about it. Even the doctors don't even know much about it. So for people to sit here and say, oh, well, if you do this, you'll be fine or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you j- like we had a close friend of ours just lose their mother to it, you know? And it, it's this shit is real and it's happening and you don't know if it's going to affect you a certain way or somebody else a certain way. You just don't know. So we decided that we would talk <laughs> about this on Christmas Eve. <laughs> because what is better than to listen to your favorite podcast <laughs> and hear the two people just bitch and moan about COVID, which oh. everybody has been going through. Oh Isn't God. that crazy? Okay. but We're going to wrap that up because I'm done with it. Well, but I'll say that the reason we really, you know, not only are we talking about it because it actually happened to us, like <laughs> right. we're not bullshitting you. Right. But it leads to the fact that we, we watched a lot of TV. We did. Like a lot more than, than normal. That's like really all because, we did. Because um, much, like, much like the last time that we had a somewhat of a COVID scare, I was on... I had taken vacation that week. Mm-hmm. So then this week that we just had this, <laughs> that I was also on vacation. So I'm like, oh my God. And I even thought I was like, I should just log on to work. But I was like, the last thing I wanted to do was deal mm-hmm. with work while we were like freaking out. But we did watch a ton of stuff. We watched a ton of stuff. <laughs> we watched a ton of stuff. And I also um downloaded mariah carey's audiobook that's right so that's what we've been doing yeah to to get us through (laughs) yep it was a long week of that (laughs) so um which which show do you want to kind of go over that we talked that we watched um for today i think we, we got through a few um and i think a few need their own little personal space like mm-hmm. Shit's Creek because I absolutely adore that show mm-hmm. and I would love to just dig deep into it um, and I already want to watch it all over again <laughs> <laughs> so we can start it whenever you're ready right. um, but let's see we watched Selena we can talk about Selena and get that out of the way because that was lackluster <laughs> um yeah, we just, I'm just disappointed. I'm, I'm disappointed. I didn't hate it. I'm uh-huh. not going to sit there and say, oh, it was trash. Oh, I shut it off. Or, oh, like, you know, I couldn't even sit through it. Or, you know, I we watched the whole thing. Um, I wanted to give it that. I wanted to give it its chance. And the thing is, it's just really, it feels low budge. It feels cheap. The casting, oh, you know what? I won't even say the casting is bad because everybody else was fine. I was fine with everybody else. But the main character, the most important character (laughs) of the freaking show, Selena, was cast horribly, in my opinion. And mostly because it's such a shallow reason was because she just didn't look anything like her. She really didn't. And I couldn't get past it to the point where I even told you, 
I I'm watching this show and I keep forgetting that I'm watching a show about Selena. I feel like I'm just watching a Mexican's family their their um on their assembly of a band and like their story of how they made it. Yeah. Their success story. Like Yeah, I mean I, it was I, distracting. I, yeah, that's what that's I literally felt the same way. Now here's my thing though. Um I don't care. Yeah, you about you Selena. don't care, yeah. Like um I don't take away from the fact that she's got great songs cuz I hear them at all the parties and you <laughs> you play them all the time. Like my parents, my mom played them like Yeah. I'm, it's she all can great. sing her ass off. But I didn't know I didn't know who Selena was or was aware of Selena honestly mm-hmm. until she was dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you So that. I'm I probably so I, was I, the I same don't way. have that reverence like I never had that like oh she was a star right like I just I just knew after it all went down and it was like I was like whoa okay yeah um and I I didn't watch the one with Jennifer Lopez like I've never sat through it from beginning to <laughs> oh end it's um, incredible so I'm like okay I'll watch this show with you right right and I think I didn't watch the the movie because of that same kind of shallow shit like somebody was like. You're just she's like, not even Mexican. Like some Puerto Rican girls gonna be playing her. Like, and I was like, oh, I was like, well, whatever. I don't care. So n- another reason to not want to watch that movie. Like, whatever. The Mexican like, Puerto Rican rivalry. Right? I was like, <laughs> she's not a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, I had read that. They were like, you know, <laughs> a Me- Mexicans are mad because, and I was like, who? Like what? <laughs> we like, the I, Mexicans I are mad. I had no idea. I was like, who's mad about what? I was like, we're mad about that. I was like, all right, cool. I don't have any interest in that movie either. Yeah. So if somebody asked me, I'll be like, oh, it's because she's Puerto Rican. Like I just, <laughs> whatever, right? <clears throat> no one ever asked me. <laughs> no one seemed to care that I didn't watch Selena. So I'm sure they figured it out. Until you. So anyway, so I'm like, okay, let's watch this show. So I don't. It, it was literally the the low budget, the low budget feel right. of it, and and your shit doesn't have to be a blockbuster, mm-hmm. like if it's just like a limited series or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when your driving yeah. scenes mm-hmm. look like <laughs> look like something Conan O'Brien would do when he's driving his desk, completely. I just couldn't get over it. Yeah. So, but to me, it, nothing screamed like. You know, oh, this is Selena's story. It was mm-hmm. just like, like you said, it was like, okay, a, a dad who is just, you know, really m- making the kids, you know, focus on music no matter what, mm-hmm. not letting them enjoy it. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. It's like every other. Yeah. Jackson m- 5. Um, I don't know if all it, of them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was only part one. So it ends. So that's why it was part one. Yeah, there's like another part. I'm that's guessing coming. that's gonna you know arrive. See, uh, I, okay, so that makes more sense. Because... So it ends with mm-hmm. spoilers when they kick a guy out of the band. <laughs> yeah, and then that's it. So but I'm assuming all the shit with the little lady, Jolanda. Yeah, uh, that was like her she, fan club. She See, makes, I don't know anything about. She makes it. a quick. Uh, entrance at the end which I actually missed because remember I, I think I'd nodded off and you were like <laughs> I was oh, like yeah it's over you're like yeah I just finished I was like but where's Jolanda <laughs> did they kill Selena I don't well, understand at one, at one point 
uh, Selena's sister is on the phone talking to somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you want to be the president of the fan club? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. And then it flashes to to some lady who I'm guessing is like Yolanda or whatever. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to be, you know, I want to be the head of the fan club. So they mm-hmm. showed her. Mm-hmm. That was it. And that was it. Yeah. Okay. So they're going to get to part two, I'm sure. There probably will only be two parts because then Selena got really famous. Yolanda was around. They'll probably delve into that relationship. They'll delve into her and Chris because they didn't even get to that. Like they tapped on the surface. She gets married and then she dies. And then it's over. But yeah, you know what? It felt to me very um, lifetime movie. Yeah. And like, if I had to give it on on, on a scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. even taking that consideration that it's a lifetime movie, uh-huh. not, even though it isn't, <laughs> I would give it a really respectful four. Dang, that's yeah. low. Because it's it's nothing special, like as far as well, like, you have no connection to Selena, which which, but just as a show, as a show, yeah. It was the, slow and uneventful. It was, it, yeah. I would say that the only reason I kept watching it was because of the Selena connection, because of, you know, and you were like, let's watch it. So I was like, whatever. No, the real reason was because you're a completionist. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I was like, <laughs> okay, but I'm like, now I got to watch. Now I got to see what's going on with this. Even if he doesn't like but, it, he has to f- see it through. But it's not. It's just there's nothing great about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the dad's putting on a really good acting, like, you know, a performance. Uh, the sister's doing a really good mm-hmm. job. <clears throat> Everybody's acting, you know, is great. And I'm not, you know, one to like say, oh, this one feels fake or like that. I'm just mm-hmm. saying as a whole, it's there's nothing dope about it. Like, I mm-hmm. wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I feel you on that. <laughs> right, and I also think that movie, the Selena movie with Jennifer Lopez, was such a big hit, and people loved it so much, and it launched Jennifer Lopez's Jennifer Lopez's career. Yep, yep. It was it was just such a moment, and they really, I feel like there's not enough of a of there's not enough of a thick storyline. To really hold a whole entire miniseries. I feel like the movie did. Did her. I don't want to say did her life justice. Because obviously she's more complex than that little movie. But the events that were important to tell the story. Were enough to fit into that movie. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they stretched it out too much in the series. Where it was just like okay. They're sitting in a bus writing to the next location yeah, they just, like they felt it's just kind of boring all the trials and tribulations mm-hmm. kind of outside of the peach cans like remember where they um oh that was cute so yeah so like i was like okay cool <laughs> what, a specific, what, what, a, yeah. what a very specific yeah. story oh you know we used old peach cans and made lights out of it okay and he made them but dig through one, the dumpster yeah so that was i was like okay cool other than that, I don't feel like there's another unique to yeah. them storyline. Yeah. Like, it, it could have happened to any other band. Like, yeah. I'm saying it just felt like generic trials, yeah. ups and downs that you have. Yeah. Like, oh, fight at a bar. Yeah. Like, 
I know. So what? Yeah, like, exactly. That's... That, that's the real main thing for me, too. Yeah. The story was, wasn't, it's not really there. It's not long enough or eventful enough to turn it into a two-part or <laughs> whatever how many parts this will be series. I mean, I think it was like, what, what was that, like six episodes? We watched six yeah. episodes, and that's part one, so I'm assuming part two would be another six. Yeah. I don't know. And then, and then as far as casting is concerned, it's like, I always feel when they decide to make a movie or miniseries or whatever, um, based off of, you, you know, uh, somebody famous, that's, it's so difficult to not only tell the story and, you know, make sure it's accurate and it, to find somebody that can act well and portray them and get their mannerisms down and all that stuff and then on top of it also look just like them that's like a needle in the haystack right it's really difficult And on the show she lip syncs everything right right i think in the movie jennifer did too right okay yeah i don't think she's saying i don't i really don't don't yeah um but even though jennifer lopez doesn't really look like her <laughs> she doesn't look like her look like her right but in this in her movie she just conveyed her completely you believed it and and even there's times when i see pictures from the movie that i'm like have to do a double take i'm like oh oh that's jennifer not selena mm-hmm. she just embodied her she knew her moves she she uh, her mannerisms her energy her stage presence all of that because jennifer's a performer she was able to exude that and and this chick Rosita <laughs> from <laughs> Walking Dead, you know, I I'm not mad at Rosita. I don't think she's a bad actress. I like her on the no, Walking she's, Dead, and she's not doing a bad job. No. in this in this show either. She's she's just giving not, it all she got. It's she, just not right. It's just not. I don't know. And she's just not the one. I didn't think she was the one. You know. So that's our take, that's on Selena. <laughs> I'd probably give it. I'm being really generous by giving it a six only because it's. See what I mean? Because <sighs> <laughs> it's like, I feel like giving it a half is still just generous. Like, that would be like a 50 50. Like, it's like a take it or leave it. That's what. Because the reason like why I'm like, like I take it or leave it. But yeah. I'm like, I was like, take it. I didn't but, hate but, it. That's you, why. You should probably leave it. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm going that kind of 60, 40, <laughs> like 60, leave it. It's one 40, of those. Take it, no, you know, you know? what, Selena, the, this show <laughs> is? It's like when something smells bad, but you want somebody else to smell it. Cause you're like, <laughs> what did you, damn, did you think? That's what you, that's what you want. That's I want you to work. tell me that, it, that you think it smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think it smelled like oh this tastes horrible <laughs> here try this yeah <laughs> no you just said it tasted horrible yeah but no, it's but not it. it's not that bad that no. i'm like i'm like oh i don't even want you to try this this is so bad we're that's throwing it said, in the garbage that's why i said it was a respectful four it's like a it's like a standing ovation but a four <laughs> a four like, standing ovation like how how do those of, go okay, together it's kind of like standing up and applauding for like a kindergartner's play oh exactly like you're like you did <laughs> your pitiful. best you did your best <laughs> you, you know you're a very that respectful. was good for a six-year-old it, you know what i'm saying it was like that it's okay like, it's like, I'm like, i hey, get it i give you guys all props you guys are all doing a bang-up job yeah but this shit is just not it 
<laughs> yeah, that that's why I give it a six because I'm like for Salinas, it's for Salinas and her family, <laughs> for the story, for the history. <laughs> I guess, I guess, but if I just feel like you know it wasn't, yeah, and it wasn't necessary, right? I mean, yeah. you know, you already had the the, the movie, movie is great. Everybody, you want to know? I'm sure. I'm sure there was a lot of haters for the movie, you know. But like I said, I've I never, never seen met it. them. Never seen them. Never met them. Everybody I know loves that movie. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but yeah, uh, guys, if you watch it, um, or if you are watching it currently or have watched it, let us know what your thoughts are. Yeah, and let us let us know what you like. I'm about curious. It. <laughs> yeah, if you liked it, if you really liked it, please tell us why. I'm curious point those things out boom, boom, boom. anyways what else did we watch um well, wait uh, we also where's my notes we also <laughs> watched uh finished the office oh you're right mm-hmm. and that's funny though because because you know you like parks and rec we've talked about that you love friends. i love you love parks, parks and Rec. you love friends love shit's creek but you were always kind of like the office is like whatever i don't like it like, and because it was still on Netflix, I think they just pulled it, mm-hmm. or they're pulling it at the end of the of December. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I've never watched it beginning to end, so I just been watching it beginning to end, and it's taking me forever because I'm not consistent with it. Just throwing on a couple episodes here and there. Yeah, that's and how I've watched it. And slowly, you started catching on to it and catching on to it. Yeah, and. To the point where you were like, what? You're watching it without me? Wait. I was like, really? <laughs> you hate this show? No, no, no. I never hated it. <laughs> but the, the the cool thing about it is like we had all this time. So I was like, you know, I'm watching the last season. Like, do you want to just finish it? Yeah. Um. So that was cool. It was just funny to see you come around on that show. Because I, I really liked it. I don't know why I don't love it the way that i love parks and rec because it's very there's a lot of similarities like the way it's yeah. casted the way it's set up like the the formulas exactly you know, very the similar. formula thank yeah. you yeah and so i kept thinking when i'm watching it what is it i can't i still can't figure out why i don't have the love i i came around i i started it not liking it and i came around to the end being like, okay, I like it. And now when I watch episodes off, you know, the, the fly, I can kind of understand the characters more and, and mm-hmm. be like, oh, Kevin, you know, like. Right. Well, I think, I think when it comes to that, when it comes to that, um, something like Parks and Rec, the characters are a bit more heightened, you know, yeah. as far as like their personality. Right. It's like, it's like personality plus. Right. Whereas with The Office, it definitely started with like outside of out <laughs> outside of Michael Scott and Dwight. Uh-huh. Everybody else was kind of like these are the people you find in an office. Yeah, very ordinary. Very nothing that super stood out. Yes. You know what I mean? And then they just kind of kept developing the, the like you would working with somebody. As exactly. a, as a person who's who's worked a long time in cubicles and stuff like that. Yeah. Like in office settings. It it I did too. Don't I forget. feel like I feel like now it resonated even a little bit more. Uh-huh. Just, I can see that. Not like, oh, I have a guy who's like just like Kevin, or I have a someone who's like Meredith. Mm-hmm. Just in the fact where you're like 
you really end up learning a lot about people mm-hmm. without trying to. Mm-hmm. Some people just really want to give you all their info. Mm-hmm. Some people don't. It, you the know, dynamics whatever. that happen in an office. So I think, like you said, like it's harder for you to care about these people uh, if you don't if you hadn't watched the show a lot like if you're just kind of catching it you're just like oh okay there's a joke here and there but yeah no it's true they're not the characters you learn to love along the way it's 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 this yeah it's a long the process of getting attached to them is a lot longer (laughs) than it is with the office where they're just out the gate like you said they're just a bit punchier you know um that is so true. I mean, I did work in an office setting for probably about five years. So I do remember and understand the ins and outs of those dynamics that happen and how you get to know people and just the stupid little things, the little um, romances that will happen that are sneaky or whatever that is happening. Um, but by the end, I was like, oh, Anytime a show that it, a long-standing show has an ending, it makes me emotional. Like, like, like you love a good finale. <laughs> yeah, I love a good finale. I I can't miss the finale because you know these people see each other every single day, and then you see them in their last scenes together, and you just know that they're they they're emotional about it. You know that they've built these <laughs> bonds with these people, and they've also built bonds with their characters. And they know this is the last time I will be playing this character. And it's a hard thing for an actor to let go sometimes when they've grown attached to it. Or when their career has been... Stops there. Stops there. (laughs) And it's been a major part of their career. Yeah, it's tough. Um, Well, it's funny because I heard it on another podcast that there's an app called Cameo uh, Mm -hmm. where you can... Uh, if you don't know what Cameo is, you can basically go on there and purchase um, a message or, you know, words of encouragement or, or a song or whatever yeah. from a particular celebrity. So you can go on there and be like, oh, my God. Uh, I, I don't even know Martha who's Stewart on here. Martha Stewart's whatever. on here can send a, <laughs> hey, congratulations. Oh, you, And some people get crazy. Like you can get something from like I think Kevin Smith for like 150 bucks or 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mayweather's on there. Oh, okay. For like a, a hundred grand or something, you can Come he'll say on. "Happy Birthday" or, or something like that. Who is gonna pay it, that? It's crazy. But here's the thing: that's a um, Saudi, <laughs> right? A rich yeah, Saudi. It's, it's, it's 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 basically like that. <laughs> like you want to, you want, you know, you want a celebrity to call. Like let's just say Tom Hanks is on there, and you get a call, and it's like, hey. Right. Or, oh, man, imagine if, like, Willow was on there. He's like, hey, Nadia, what's up? <laughs> of all the... <laughs> Warwick Davis hits you up. <laughs> and he's like, Kaya. <laughs> Black Road. <laughs> you're my favorite daikini. And then you're like, oh, my God. That'd be so hilarious. Uh, uh, but anyway, anyway. Um, I, overheard, I heard on the podcast that the guy that made some of the most money I don't know if it was the most, but I heard he made a million bucks. Is the actor that played Kevin on The Office? That's hilarious. It's which is like amazing. Just yeah. basically like hitting him up and being like, "Hey, can you call my mom and wish her a happy birthday?" It's like, oh yeah. But you have to dress like Kevin. <laughs> but you have to like yeah on the webcam. Yeah. That's hilarious. So I I just thought you know 
it's not like uh, we're gonna say anything that people haven't heard of yeah. the office already. But it was just it was fun to get that one like yeah whoop, off the take checklist that off the list. And I think it also uh, I think it, I feel like it had a good ending. I feel like it. Mm-hmm. They gave the characters and they gave the show and the fans of the show a good, nice, happy ending because people get like game of thrones or any of these major shows that go on for like six seasons and upward at least um you get attached to the characters you can attach the storyline and when they end it the whole thing with a bad finale it, it just <laughs> yeah, it was bad it, it kills you it kills you <laughs> and like i never watched um what was the one with all the people that were on the island Gilligan's Island. Shut up. <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about. Uh, Lost? Lost? Yeah. I, I never watched that show, but I know about, I've heard nah, things about their finale. It. Don't even watch that show. That Bec- show's whack. Yeah, but people got into it. And then at the end, when they just killed them all, people were de- They were like, that's it? They just they just killed them all? I, I, don't, I don't understand. Spoilers. <laughs> Come on. They were dead the whole time. Oh, God. See, I don't know these things. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, look. Um, I will say this: the first season of what Lost of Lost was good. Oh, really? Like Walking Dead, the first season of Walking Dead. The yeah, exactly. Was mind blowing. The first season, maybe the third season, it was like that. It, it, but for Lost, all of a sudden there was a polar bear, and and there, you know, it, it just got <laughs> it really kind of weird. <laughs> Weren't they like on an island? Yeah, like, they were on an I, f- they were on an island, and and. I, when I watched it, mm-hmm. I think it was already over, so I got to binge it, mm-hmm. and it 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 just they did some really interesting things, and there's some really cool shit in it. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, y- yeah, like to me, it felt like they were stretching a lot. Like it went on mm, a couple more seasons they than they needed. Too far, yeah, and then at the end, it's it's kind of like in that's kind of feeling right now about walking dead it's the way that you end a story you know it's like and it was all a dream you know what i mean and you're just like oh yeah. okay i don't know how to get out of this hole like yeah. this corner so it's like oh yeah you know unless unless that's what the is whole, life unless that's the whole point <laughs> you know like the sixth sense where it's like oh he was you know, yeah he did the whole time but yeah, it's like yeah. but this is why it made sense they kind of tried but okay. i don't know so watch the first Got season it. of lost all all day but Got then it. after that, it's like, well, whatever. Yeah. But the office, they gave them the good send off that they deserved that the fans wanted. And that's that always feels good. They brought yeah. Michael Scott. Scott, is that what they? Yeah. yeah. That was his name. On the yeah. yeah. Steve Carell. Yeah. They bring him back at the end and they give, you know, they hook Dwight up. I mean, it's just they don't break up Pam and, and um, Jim. Jim and. All those things that you think are going to happen, they give it a good happy ending. So it was good. That's off our list. The Office, I'm not like, oh my god, I have to watch it all over again. Like, if it's on, I'm I'm good to watch it. Um, but what else? Did we watch? Um, well, I, I know there's a show that we want to talk about, mm-hmm. but um, another show that that was to me where I'm like, look, we could just say we finished it. Thanks for the people who recommended it. Uh, was Queen's Gambit? Oh right! Like I thought it was awesome. Um, again, I don't have much to say other than 
They did a really good job of telling a very good story and making chess very like exciting. Interesting, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the matches were like done with like nice right. a nice amount of tension where you're like, oh my god, like I'm really like tripping, like, oh, is she gonna take that night? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um and some of the the storyline is great. Like, uh if you haven't seen it, you know, maybe we shouldn't give a lot of info on that. And we won't. We'll just say that we watched <laughs> it and we liked it. That's it. That's you all you're gonna say. Should give it a chance. I mean, I'd like to talk talk about like the upside down. Um, chess. Yeah, that shit's cool. Oh man, it's so cool. She's basically like hallucinating. Yeah, it's just the way that they show her playing matches in her head, right? right? In like her practicing head, yeah. when mm-hmm. she's in bed, mm-hmm. and they do this really cool smoky projection mm-hmm. of a. And it's really big. It's yeah. huge. Yeah, that shit was cool. Um, I also liked the whole, um, the time frame and the location and just like the aesthetics of the show. Mm -hmm. I I mentioned before that I just really liked looking at her. I just found her unusually captivating. Like her look is just so unique. And she kind of has these really big eyes, but she's tall and she's got this striking red hair and fair skin. And I don't know, just something about her look in this role in this character during this time with these types of clothes it just all married so well together yeah it was it was a really good show yeah like the set design remember we kept saying all the wallpaper vegas oh yeah yeah, every every scene had some crazy wallpaper that's really how it was like yeah because it was the 60s room had a different was it the 60s or the 50s i I think i think it Late 50s, early 60s. I think it goes from the 60s to the 70s. Okay. Well, either way. But the point is, yeah, every house (laughs) that they showed had a different colored, super busy wallpaper on every. Like tacky, but (laughs) so cool. You know what I mean? Like it worked. And I think that we just, as the viewer, got that treat. Do you know what I mean? Because now it's people who know. Yeah recreating a tacky but dope look right I feel <laughs> whereas if you really just went back yeah. it was just straight tacky, tacky. <laughs> like... yeah, yeah they made a modern cool twist to <laughs> right, it exactly, yeah right yeah because at that time that's what i was gonna say is that like wallpaper was all the rage it was prints it was busy prints it was floral <laughs> prints it was like prints on prints on prints like it was busy and it was a lot and it was a lot of color and they even though they had a lot of color in this show, it's muted in a way. Like all the right. tones and everything. It was like, oh, this is pink and green. But this is like muted pink and green. It looks modern and cool. And like, you're absolutely right. They did do a more modern twist on it and made it look cooler. Which fit the whole vibe of the, yeah. of the show. Absolutely. So, yes. I loved how it looked. I liked her character. Um, what else did I like about it? I mean, yeah. I just it's just a good story. I, I like it is a, it's a good story. I like that at the beginning you're not sure if her mom, her stepmom I was like where is this going to go? Is she going to take advantage of her? You know, oh, her right, talent. Yeah. And I enjoyed seeing their relationship unfold. Mm-hmm. Um I shouldn't say stepmom, her adopted mom. Um I liked watching their relationship unfold because I wasn't sure where it was going to go and then you kind of see these two broken women 
at two different stages of their lives Mm -hmm. going through something together and bonding and helping each other. And even though she was like her mother, she was also like a more of a friend figure because she wasn't really her mother. She came in her to her life later. And so I don't know, I just really enjoyed that dynamic of, of the show too. I mean, the whole thing, uh, like I said, in, in all in all was really, was really good. Um, it was, it was a surprise. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes well, I mean, they steer us right. You know what I'm saying? People have been talking about it. It took me a minute to like it, to be honest. I was kind of bored in the beginning. I was like, chess? Okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just me being not interested in chess and not knowing anything about chess. Right, right. But, you know, it it does make you like chess. <laughs> like, oh, this is kind of right. cool. It doesn't so. teach it to you. <laughs> no, you I didn't learn I shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I was know. like, you, you couldn't play right now. I couldn't play. N- hell no. I know that some go this way and some go that <laughs> way. But yeah, Queen's Gambit was a go. Selena was a mm, no. <laughs> no go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and but what about your new favorite? Oh, my God. <laughs> Nadia. We're literally watching it right now. <laughs> Nadia has discovered, rediscovered, no, rediscovered yes. uh, Ink Master. <laughs> yes. We're watching it all over again. Right. Well, because Netflix had season one and two. Right. And again, when we're like, oh, we just want we just want something on. Wait, but pause real quick. Sure. Didn't you just finish up? Because you were watching it recently. You had a whole well, go the, about. The thing is that I, I've i been current with the show since since. So when started. you were watching it, it was current on the last season. Yeah, like I watched it. the last season because I remember they didn't, because of COVID, they weren't able to pick like an Ink Master or something. Got it. So I think they just split the money with whoever was left out, like. Whoever the, the final two or final whatever uh-huh. were, they just split the money because they couldn't get together to, to do the thing and finish this. this oh, and that. okay. Um, so yeah, like as far as a competition show, like it's one of my, it's the one that I've stuck with. It's really good. It, it just makes it's, <laughs> it's got everything like you want. You know what I mean? It's got art like that looks cool art that looks horrible you know what i mean you got people that are like really they really care about their art well most of them know? do and it's, of course wow but, was that real well yeah oh so, shit <laughs> we're watching it right now as we're, rec- we're recording so we well the th- let's let's talk about the fact that we, we we went through season one and season two which are on netflix and you were like all right so i was like you, you know if you want to keep going let me throw on the fire stick Threw the fire stick on and and started streaming season three. Yeah, and that's the one that we that we just finished. Right, and it just that one's got. Well, I've watched it before. Right, I've just never watched it in order. I never was watching it when it was current. I just randomly have seen it. Right, and I always liked it. I mean, obviously, I love art. This is just another form of art, yeah. so I enjoy seeing it and. Also, the drama. The that, real value like, is in the drama. The drama. <laughs> is, in the, is in the drama <laughs> and in the critiques. Oh, my God. The critiques, they, <laughs> they crush them. They have Oliver Peck and um, Chris, Nunez. Chris Nunez. 
and Dave Navarro's the host, <laughs> and they just go in on them every single time. It's so rough. It's so brutal. And honestly, they nail it on the head every single time. There's never a time where they're critiquing that I'm like, come on, guys. I'm like, no, they're right. Because I'll, sometimes I'll look at a tattoo and I'll be like, oh, they killed it. That should look sick. Like, it's bright. It's blah, blah, blah. And then they'll say, wow, you know, your color is really great in this. But and then they start zooming in <laughs> on know. all the problems. And then you're like, holy shit, those lines aren't straight. And what is, what is up with that thumb? You're right. And you're just like. <laughs> My favorite was like, where they're like, man, she's got two left feet. <laughs> oh I was like, God. oh, no. <laughs> that was a rough one. <laughs> yeah. So um, the critiques are harsh, but they are totally valid, totally warranted. And we mm-hmm. were talking about this right before we recorded and i was saying that i feel like of all the competition shows of all the judges that critique i feel like they are the toughest judges and reason being is that number one i really think that they want these people to be better artists and they're really pushing them and the way that tattoo culture is from what I've heard, mm-hmm. I've had friends who who turned into tattoo artists that told me that it's really cutthroat, it's really competitive, and you really have to have tough skin to get through it because, like Oliver was saying, he had a mentor that was with him seven years just yelling at him, your lines are shit, this is garbage. Like, just... Right, right. They just pound it into you until you get better. That's just how they are. They're they're tough like that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a thing because there's... I, I don't know if there is now, but there's no school for this, really. You know what I mean? You go and you become an apprentice in a shop. Yeah, there isn't, huh? Um, Like I said, I We'd don't have know. I up. haven't looked into it. Yeah. But, you know, you can go to, you know, classes to learn how to draw and, and right. you know, eventually... But eventually, you're going to have to put that needle into somebody. Mm-hmm. Well, you they have pig I mean? skin and oranges that you can practice on for the meantime. Right. Kind of like when you were, when when you were doing your microblading. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. You can yeah. do that, right? So you can figure that out. But even, yeah. even if you've got that skin or those you know samples to work on, it's, it's not, the not same. a person that's going to move or it's going to sweat or it's going to bleed. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but when <laughs> But because it's it's going into your skin forever. I feel like the judges are extra, um, <laughs> are, are extra tough, but I fell into a total, uh, I fell into a total pothole right there. Hold Why? on. What was I talking about before yeah, the judges? You're just like, you just all of a sudden you just started watching the show yeah, instead of podcasting. That we shouldn't I'm even like, have that on. Hello. Can you pay attention? Um, shit i totally <laughs> okay. fell into a pothole nope i know where you're going with this because we always laugh about the fact that a lot of the times these people will you know they volunteer i don't know how you sign up to do this but right. you volunteer to be on the show to get tattooed you know it's a competition and 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 then sometimes some of these people get horrible tattoos yeah exactly. and then the judges <laughs> will just be like and there's sometimes there this doesn't happen a lot. When are the instances where they're actually there? What do you mean? Like, I feel like in like, is it seasonal? Because I don't remember. You were saying like there was one where the the um people come back 
and then they say, I hate this tattoo. Oh, well, yeah. Because well, the judges rip on their tattoo, but I'm trying to think, are they standing there right in front of the judges when they're saying this? Well, it depends. Uh, it depends even on, on on the show. What I was saying before, what, what we were discussing, because uh-huh. we, I feel like we're going all over the place. Well, I thought that's where um, you were going with it. No. My what, bad. What you were saying was that the judges are really tough. Right. Right. And that in tattoo, like coming up as a tattoo artist, you have people yelling at you or right. whatever. And I was what I was getting at was that yeah you definitely need someone who's going to teach you when you're not doing things correctly right because it's going into your skin permanently right right that was right. where I kind of lost the ball in my narrative earlier when right I, so I said I fell into a pothole <laughs> so what you you're just talking about up left now and started watching TV yeah literally what you were talking about now are when these people that volunteer to come <laughs> onto the show yeah and just be like hey. I'm willing to get tattooed by whichever contestant you end up giving me. Yeah. Like, what? It's crazy. And and don't get me wrong. Sometimes you might get lucky and you might get the really good artist that's killing it that week. You want to risk that? But no. Like. No, thank you. You know what I mean? But people come on. and, And yeah, sometimes they get some really shit tattoos. Yeah. And so. Uh, a couple seasons down the line, right. Ink Master did a separate show where people could come back and kind of correct or cover up right. their, you know, the mistakes that they'd made. But it sucks because when they do things called flash challenges here mm-hmm. that they'll do, like in this particular case, they do insects. Right. You're standing there while the judge is telling your artist you blew it this <laughs> thing is ugly and you know what i mean and that's that, what it is so it's the flash challenge yeah that that's Got normally it. when the person is there okay uh what they did is uh, as the seasons change they started doing different things like first it was like okay it's just the judges that are judging you now the people that got tattooed will judge you. Yes. Now the other teams mm-hmm. will judge you. So yeah. at one point, everybody's judging. But when the human, <laughs> they call them human canvases. Yeah. When the human canvas had a jury, that's the toughest thing. That one's because, hilarious. Because let's say that you and, and I, we, we go on the show, we get tattooed. Uh-huh. Now we're going to the jury room and you and i have yeah. to literally say well your tattoo is the worst of the day because it's, it's ugly and you're like no it's yours it's like such a shit experiment in experiment in like human and like you know like yeah. a social experiment it's like let's they do it on purpose get these people let's mark them up yeah. for life and then let's tell have them tell each other what a horrible decision it was to come in that day yeah no i really that's the thing about the show that if you don't <laughs> like that side of human nature if you're not for that then this show is not for you because i know they really create drama like they do it on purpose yeah of course you know it's like reality shows and reality tv <laughs> how they instigate they completely instigate these situations and then you know these artists most artists are really protective of their work right as you should be as you should be but like how we've discussed before in, in like the makeup ones, yeah, t- everyone is so nice and they're like, oh, I can't believe you're leaving. I love you so much. You're so good. You're so talented. Like you should be staying. Not in this one. <laughs> they are all cocky bastards. They all think that they're the best. Yeah. And when they get critiques, even from the judges, they will defend their shitty tattoo till the very <laughs> end. 
they're like, well, you know, it was intended to have uh, a dreamy like uh, look. So, you know, I didn't want to put too much contrast in. And it's like the most bullshit excuse as to why their shit looks horrible. <laughs> and and the judges always go, yeah, nah. no. And then <laughs> bad. exactly. Or they'll say, well, you know, I don't really um, this is not really my style. This is not really how I, I tattoo. You know, I'm more new age or whatever the hell they are. And they're like, you're on ink master. That means yeah. you have to know how to do everything and do it all right. All the styles. And, and it's just funny to see. And I would say that it's the person who wins. I feel okay. I feel like when you come on this show, mm-hmm. if you are um, like a good, well, at whatever level of tattooing you're at, mm-hmm. if you're allowed to stay as the weeks progress, I do feel that your art gets better. Yeah. Because you do get really harsh, no bullshit criticism. Yeah. Um, that will hurt. It does hurt, mm-hmm. which is also one of my favorite. It's to see them like, oh just my get God, crushed. To get crushed. Especially the finales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that we've made it, because I was like, look, you can't watch the finale if you don't know who these people are. Yeah. Like, Let's go back and watch So whatever. So then when we see the finale, <laughs> now they've just presented this tattoo that they've done like been 35 hours, hours whatever yeah they're dressed in their nicest yeah dress yeah yeah suit. <laughs> and they have a live like, audience yeah in front of a live audience he's like here's mm-hmm. my my work and then they're like man you really blew it <laughs> <laughs> it's so hilarious it's like to ah. see their face fall it's like slow motion and it's great because for some dumb reason, they decide to do the finales live. I know. And the judges who are probably used to just rambling like, and then having their comments cut yeah. and edited are now just kind of like, uh, yeah, so uh, color's good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oliver has yeah. like the longest winded critique <laughs> ever. He's just like repeating it over and over again. But that last finale he literally was like, he's like, oh man, you know it's good. He's like, but we're not here to tell you it's good. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know to tell you, I, I'm here to tell you everything that's wrong with it. This is what's wrong with it's it. Almost, yeah, it's like... <laughs> and then they go from smiling to just <laughs> it's so sad <laughs> yeah oh my god we do enjoy that part of it but yeah i think it's also f- what what one of the things when when we've been watching it that we notice is like if you've ever watched another reality tv show where there's like uh like something like the ultimate fighter i don't know if you ever watched that mm. you know maybe with your ex or whatever but it's the same deal people live in a house and then every week they fight he's right? a meathead <laughs> uh so their drama is always really like, um, like uh, testosterone field. Like, of course, oh, and they yeah. punch walls, and the, even yeah. even in like the challenge and like this like stupid MTV shows. Oh we were yeah, watching, we started you know, watching the challenge. There, there's some meat heady guys or whatever. Of course, yeah. And and in this in 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 <laughs> on Ink Master, there are also some meat head guys here, right? And there. But they're still sensitive artists at the oh end. Oh, my God. So it's just a really weird dynamic. Yeah. You know, no one really... There's been one or two kind of scuffle type things. But yeah. But essentially, it's just people defending their art and being Defending really hurt. their art, yeah. It's just a show about hurt feelings. It is. It is. It is. It's a teardown. It's a complete teardown, this show. You want to see people get torn down every week? <laughs> 
sad. We're sick and twisted souls. But it's honestly the only thing. One of the things is that, you know, was getting us through this week. I know. And honestly, a lot of these people deserve it because how dare they come in this room with the confidence they have busting out some of these tattoos and I'm just like, (gasps) someone is going to have that on their body for the rest of their life. Like, and then they still are like, I think I did a good tattoo. And you're just yeah. like, you're insane. Yeah. And, and you know, I have tattoos and there's some stuff, some lines on some of my tattoos uh-huh. that like, you know, are a little questionable or whatever. Because uh-huh, uh-huh. it's human nature. Like it's a person drawing on your skin. So it's Man. bound to not be 100% perfect or whatever, especially the early ones. Um, See, I got I got duped on mine. But my last one, I feel, was like really good. Your last one is great. You know? Both of those are good. I like both of those. Because I started paying more money. <laughs> I didn't go to Ink Master you and get, get a what free. You pay for. <laughs> exactly. You really do. Yeah. <laughs> these these some of these artists pay are thousands and thousands of dollars. But you have to realize too, the the more than likely it's gonna be one of a kind piece. Mm-hmm. So it's custom, mm-hmm. one of a kind. And it's obviously permanent on your body forever. And not to mention the hours of work and what that does to somebody's body. Like these artists are sitting here coloring and drawing for on people's bodies for hours. Like it's really harsh on their bodies. Yeah. I mean, the last one I got, I literally, yeah, it was 12 hours, Mm -hmm. 11 hours. Basically, it's I would say I would time. say with 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 the breaks and stuff that we mm-hmm. took, because both mm-hmm. me for pain and him for like let me stretch out a bit. Yeah, I'd say that it was a ten hour tattoo. That's a long time. And you know the guy was beat. Yeah, <laughs> he was super. Yeah, I, at the end of it, I felt like he had a worse time than I did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he had just been putting ink into my skin for like. Like, well, eight hours, nine hours, and then at because the end, it's he was not like, a mindless thing. Broken. <laughs> yeah, for real. Because it's not a mindless action, right? Mm-hmm. You are creating something with intent. So, even with me, when I do makeup, when I have like a lot of clients in one day, it's exhausting because you are trying to. How do I creating art? It, it, it's exhausting. If you love what you do and you put everything you have into it, it can Mm -hmm. be exhausting. If you are a paint-by-numbers person and you don't think twice about it and this goes here and this goes there and that's it, then it's probably going to be a little bit easier for you. You're not going to be as tired. You know what I mean? So it's the same thing with with tattooing and it's, you know, if you want a good artist... You know, but if you want a free artist, <laughs> go to Ink. Oh, uh, well, you know, or you what? go to they, Vegas they like I did. I, my first tattoo, I only have two, they're really little. Mm-hmm. My Hope tattoo, which I have on the side of my hand, which was my first tattoo, and I think I turned 20, shit, 25, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, I was with Nas and Miguel in Vegas. I think we were staying, I don't remember. It was like, at the bottom of it was inside the hotel casino. It was a tattoo shop. And <laughs> tattooado. <laughs> Please God no. They were like, oh, let's go get tattoos. Was it the palms? No. I don't remember. It was anyway. like a shamrock shamrock tattoo shop. I don't remember 
where which hotel but anyways they were like let's go get tattoos and i was like okay like i didn't really even think <laughs> like i i just i'm always like down i'm like okay cool yeah let's go whatever um and then they decided they were like eh, we're not gonna get one but do you want one miguel will get you one for your birthday if you want and i was like well fuck it if he's gonna get me a tattoo and i've never had one and I've, i wanted i want to start getting tattoos sure why not we're here right and you're gonna pay for it so <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so we go and I'm like, you know, I really want something on the side of my hand. And I was like, but I don't know what. And I was like, you know, my name, like Nadia means hope. And I've always liked that association. Why don't I just get hope like tattooed on the side? Mm -hmm. But I wanted it to look cool and have cool font. But I didn't research it all. I didn't even like think about what kind of font I wanted. The artist there drew something up that I liked. It was simple, but I liked it. Then he goes, okay, and he gives it to some other guy to do. Mm -hmm. And he goes, here. His apprentice. Yes. <laughs> and he goes, here, do it. And got yelled at after you guys left. He's like, yo, did you see that blowout? Because you have a blowout. I have a blowout on, on my e. e, which is basically on my pinky bone, and that shit hurt. Like, I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, I had 11 hours of pain. But like that little blowout no. in the E, that should hurt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's, you know, it's funny. Um, it hurts, but I. Are you used to it? I don't know. Every every place. place that I've gotten, it's been different. I think mm -hmm. when I got my calves done, mm -hmm. I think that was probably the worst of the pain. Mm. Because I remember, but they were also the first ones I've gotten. So, you know what I mean? It's one of those relative things yeah. like. Well, did it hurt more because it was the first tattoo right. I ever got, or did it hurt more because that area hurts? Right. But I remember the those hurt, and my body would was like hot, and I was sweating, Oof. like sweating because you know I was laying on on you know that piece of like that paper, like, paper, yeah. like at the doctor, like the doctor yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like sticking to Tissue that thing, paper. like just yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is gonna yeah. I'm gonna melt through this table. <laughs> Um, but then when I did my forearm, it, you know, this particular, particular parts like by, around the elbow bone, mm -hmm. the elbow bone, <laughs> well, this bone here, yeah. um, that hurts. Anywhere where there's not a lot of meat and it's close to the bone yeah. is going to hurt more. So yeah, not but, fun. But yeah, guys, check out Ink Master. If you like competition shows. Um, even if you're not even into <laughs> tattoos, it's still a pretty cool show uh, if you like art and, and if yeah, you like drama. <laughs> definitely. And, and, and I know we've mentioned it before, but this time we literally sat and watched like a few seasons back to back. So we figured we should mention it again. And definitely there's some really good drama because <laughs> you get a couple of people that come in. Here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. I swear to God, we should wrap this up. But here's the thing. <laughs> There's people that when you when you come on a show and mm -hmm. it's like the second or third, uh, not even the second, if it's like the third or fourth season, mm -hmm. the show's already existed, man. Yeah. So you know, you what, to know what, you, what to expect. Yeah. More now, or less. You can be shocked at the, let's say, crazy challenges they give you. Right. Because as these as this show goes on, yeah, you know, it's like, OK, three of you tattoo on, you know, one they person at the same time. It that all that stuff is designed to rattle you and i get it mm -hmm. especially also the timing 
because the tattoos always end up being like six hours. Mm-hmm. And these people are so are used to running their own shop. So it's like, I'll take eight hours if I want. I'll take right. nine. But it's like, you know that this is going to be your general timeline yep. is six hours on this show. Yep. So why hadn't, haven't you just been working on six-hour tattoos? Right. Um, stuff like that. But then you get the people that have been watching and go, okay, if I can just become a super nuisance in the house. Yeah. Everybody will be so preoccupied with dealing with my yeah. with me that they will fuck up on the art. Yeah. And that's that's where a the show that's where the show really shines. Because yeah. <laughs> they all live together too, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and those little these little like couch conversations like where people immediately like, if that guy doesn't go home, oh, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> you're like, really? Man? It's not that serious, bro. Like <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. No, when they have them sit there and talk about their tattoos, they're just asking for it. They set them up completely. (laughs) It's not, they are not friends on this show. Yeah. This is not a kumbaya type of show. So our recommendation for Christmas Eve joy (laughs) is to watch a bunch of artists just being torn down. (laughs) Being told that they're not good enough. (laughs) <laughs> the anti-Christmas. Listen. Your father was right. <laughs> you'll never make any money. <laughs> we had to give, you know, not everybody celebrates Christmas. Not everybody cares about Christmas. And this whole month, all of our episodes have been Christmas heavy. I know. So that's... we have done the Christmas <laughs> thing. Okay. We are christmas out. I mean, not me, never. That could never happen. Let's be real. But... Omar for sure is Christmas done. Man, Christmas hasn't even. It, I'm done with it. I'm so. Don't lie. No, it's it's. I'm not hating on it. It's just it feels Long. like the longest Christmas of my life. I know. And not only because we had our our tree up early November, yeah. but you know, between the, when that tree came on till mm-hmm. now, I've had we've had two. Um essentially quarantine you know scares well i mean this one was a different this one was for real but this the the other one it was a baby scare (laughs) it was a baby scare it was a baby scare because it was you know but i'm just saying we've been living with this dream yeah that's what i was gonna say is that (laughs) because we've also 2020 has been such a crazy year and most of us have stayed at home inside you know, and we don't have, we're in a condo. We don't live in a big house where there's multiple rooms. Yeah. There's the living room that's fully <laughs> decked out where we spend most of our time and it's very Christmassy in here. Yeah. So we've been living in Christmas for two months. Yeah, I'm in a snow globe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody come shake me. I'm like, what a dream. <laughs> it's fabulous, darling. It oh, is. I didn't even get to my Mariah. Okay, well, I'll talk about that next week. I'll Sounds get into good. my Mariah audiobook because oh, yeah. I'm super into it. I mean, you did mention it. that you were um, listening to it, but yeah, so we'll have more. We have Shit's Creek and we have Mariah to talk about because those are both excellent topics. Sounds good. All right, guys, um, we are going to finally wrap this up. It's so funny. We always go into these episodes scrambling and thinking, what the hell are we going to talk about? And then we just keep talking and talking and talking and you can't shut us up and your ears are probably bleeding. <laughs> if you made past that horrible <laughs> intro, <laughs> it's the worst. We intro always start life. a little rocky. 
<laughs> we're not good at starting, but we're good closers. <laughs> That's right. Just like Rocky. He always wins in the end after, you know, the second one. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, thank but you anyways, so much, yeah. guys. Uh, just like Nadia said, um, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas since this is coming out on Christmas Eve. Yes. And uh, once again, my name is Omar. You can find me on Instagram at O-M-R-V-L-Z. And take and, it away, Nadia. <laughs> and you can find me at Nadia Moham Official and We Everywhere Baby Podcast. Um, and guys, we also have our YouTube page going. That's right. <laughs> Uh, we started our YouTube page we've just been filming a lot of our content when we sit here and talk and so if you guys like visuals and you need to see what we look like or want to see what our faces look like or whatever the heck um, we are putting those episodes up and hopefully we will start to create more videos and more content soon um, based on other things so if you guys have any ideas of things you want us to try anything all ideas are welcome we will try to make a youtube video out of it and get that going for you guys so uh check us out on youtube at we everywhere baby is it just we everywhere baby it's just okay. we everywhere baby <laughs> i don't even know i'm not even ready um youtube we everywhere baby and yeah we're excited about that so go ahead and subscribe and give us some love on there Yes. Merry Christmas, you guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. We everywhere, baby.